Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Thursday, November the 3rd, 2016. Welcome into the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center. I am a progressively getting sicker uh, Jake Marsing. And I'm so happy to be stuck in a car with someone who's getting progressively sicker. Right yeah, I'm, right. I'm not contagious, <laughs> I swear. I'm on an antibiotic. Sure, sure, I'm okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not contagious. I'm not going to get anybody sick. But, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling super awesome. Um, but, yeah, we are here to, uh, not to break anything down, not to bring you the news of the day. This is a very special episode of the Broncos Blitz, as we are want to do. It's time for this week's Get to Know a Bronco with one of the uh, low-key most popular players I on like this, this roster. Guy. I like this guy. He's a good dude, He's and he was dude. kind enough to give us about seven minutes of his time today. So we're going to run that audio. Our guest this week on Get to Know a Bronco is none other than wide receiver Jordan Sunshine Taylor. Sunshine! Sunshine on my shoulders. <laughs> I can't sing the rest of this song because it's copyrighted. Is it? Is it also required that all of the white receivers wear eighty-seven? Ooh, that's that. That seems edgy for some reason. Huh. I, I'm sure it is, but like historically, I'm not wrong. You no. go, you go back. You got Jordan Taylor. You got Eric Decker. You got oh gosh, who uh, David Kirkus? I think wore. 87? Whoa. Yeah, how David about that Kirkus. name? David Kirkus. Uh, of course, Ed McCaffrey. Eddie Mack. So I'm just saying there's a trend. Who was 87 before Jordan Taylor got here? Because there was one gap year. Eric Decker. There was a gap year between Decker and... Uh, who was 87? There was somebody uh, who I don't know it. if there was. Was there? Yeah, I think there was. Somebody will tweet it at me. At James Marson. Maybe it was a tight end or something. Yeah, but Jordan Taylor is our guest this week. Jordan, very good dude, very kind dude, smart guy, uh, long hair, great mane. A <laughs> uh-huh. uh, little bit about Jordan. He went, he's from Denison, Texas, and he'll talk a little bit about that in the interview. Went to Rice, came into the NFL undrafted uh, out of Rice. Talks a little bit about the draft process as well. Uh, also probably most well-known for the time he spent working with Peyton Manning. Yes. He talks about that in our conversation as well. Lots and lots of great stuff from Jordan Sunshine Taylor. So right now, let's go inside the Broncos locker room, and why don't we get to know him? Jake Marsing inside the Denver Broncos locker room talking to Jordan Taylor. He's number 87 in your program, but he's number one in your heart. Jordan, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. So thanks for joining us on uh, Get to Know a Bronco this week. Just wanted to ask you, we, we try and introduce fans to players that they might not know already. So just tell me a little bit about who you are, what you like to do, uh, those sorts of things, just kind of general stuff like that. Uh, yeah, like I said, name's Jordan from Texas, uh, Texas boy, born and raised. Um, you know, uh, obviously moving out here to Denver was, was a big move for me, and just getting this interview done. But uh, no, nah, it's, it's cool. I love like outdoors type stuff. Um, you know, going hiking up in the mountains and stuff like that. Obviously, we don't have as much time as you'd like um, during season to do stuff like that. But cool atmosphere out here in Denver, and just you know, like being 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 laid back and just hanging out. Yeah. So your path to the league, right? Everybody's got kind of a different story. Tell folks about your path and, and how you wound up here 
on the defending Super Bowl champions this season. Obviously, you were here last year, worked with Peyton a lot. We'll get to that in a second. But what was your path to the league like? Did you enjoy the draft process, first of all? Um, I wouldn't say enjoyed the process, yeah. just because yeah. it's 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 long. It's you know it's um, you know there's a lot of things that are involved in that. And coming from a smaller school, um, you know, I, I didn't really have. Um, as much of an opportunity as I would have liked, but um, you know, came in as a free agent. Den- yeah. Denver gave me the opportunity to come here and uh, made practice squad last year. Um, you know, kind of did that for for a whole year, which was obviously a what, great year to be there. What's that call like when you get a call from an NFL team, or I'm assuming a multiple NFL teams, who reach out and say, "Hey, we'd like you to come join us at least in camp, and then maybe more." What's that call like? Yeah, well, I guess at the time it was a stressful, a stressful moment just because you have so many teams calling you at once and, and expecting you to give them an answer, you know, as soon as you can. So um, a, a lot of stress, but um, just kind of go with your gut feeling and with your heart. And, and Denver was was the first team to give me a call. So, um, you know, kind of kind of showed the most interest to me, um, which is a, a big reason why I chose it. Shows that they wanted you. Exactly. All right, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask. Uh, when did you first get uh, start being called Sunshine? Oh, that was uh, during OTAs, actually, my rookie year. Was uh, it last year? Yeah, That's when we when, when we first. It was a media thing, yeah, when wasn't we it? well, actually, it was when we first stood up um, and Kubiak introduced all the rookies to the yeah. rest of the team, and I think it was either. <clears throat> Talib or one of the DBs just kind of started yelling out sunshine in front of everybody. No, um, that, that's that's awesome. And you worked a lot, obviously. The, the story last year with you was the work you did with Peyton Manning while he was working on his rehab. What was not? I'm not going to ask you what that was like because I think you've answered that question plenty of times. Was there one moment during that process while he's working his way back where you said, I think this guy's going to be ready to go, and I think this guy's going to help us out when he comes back. Was there a moment during those rehab moments? Yeah, I can't remember if it was the fourth or fifth week that we had been working and where he hadn't been playing, and I think it was a Thursday morning uh, workout, and you could just see, um, you know, he was moving quicker. He had a little more zip on the ball. He was. He just seemed more in tune with everything, and you could tell he was. Um, you know, he was ready to get out there. Um, when, when was that was that the day he flipped off the camera? Was that? that was, it's safe to say that was probably the same day. Yeah. You know, he had a little pep in his step, a little attitude to him. So I mean, it was cool. You know, I enjoyed seeing it, and it, it was good to see that from him, especially going through what he was going through. And so um, that was kind of the, the the point where I, I realized that he was going to be ready. How did it feel to have him mention you? At his at his retirement, obviously a, a special moment. Um, I think I think my parents or my dad specifically. Um, you know, he was obviously real proud growing up watching Peyton um, in college and obviously in the pros. So um, parents were proud, and, and you know, obviously it was a proud moment for me too. It was, it was special to have him, um, you know, mention me at a time like that. Yeah. What does it feel like to catch a one-handed pass like you caught in training camp this year? Because we wrote stories. That thing was on Sports Center. That thing was everywhere, man. Uh, it, it honestly it just felt natural. Um, you know, I, I didn't. As soon as the ball touched my hand, I mean, it, it stuck. So there, there was no movement, and it, and it was just a smooth process. So it was just one of those things that happened so fast, though, that you really don't even know how it happened, but it, it just did. All right. Benny Fowler says he helped. Uh, last, last few questions for you. These are kind of some off the wall ones. What's your favorite word? Favorite word? Yeah. That's a hard question. Um, yeah. Let's let's come back to that one. Okay. Do you have a least favorite word? A least favorite word? Um, not in particular. I, I really don't. Um, but words, you know, don't really bother me too much. I got you. 
Uh, what part of your game do you think is best? What's the best part of your game? Uh, I would say just just having range, um, being as tall and as long as I am. Um, you know, obviously not 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 the swiftest of feet. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not slow or anything, but. Um, having the ability to reach out and get a ball when I have tight coverage. Um, and is the feet the one thing that you want to work on in your game? Yeah, that's definitely safe to say. I think overall speed and foot quickness would be um, very beneficial. Can someone improve on speed? Is that something that can actually be improved on? Or I've always thought that's kind of just a natural thing. You either have it or you don't. It's, it's definitely a natural thing where you're either fast or you're not. Um, I think that you can improve a little bit, uh, maybe tenths of a second. Um, that type, very minimal, um, but it, it makes a big difference in the long run. So, all right, do you have a sound or a noise that you just love to hear? A sound or a noise that I love to hear? Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a big outdoorsman, so yeah. you know I love. You do you know, hunt? I, I love hunting, there so I love any any, any sounds in the outdoors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just being out there, and away from the city noise. Sound and noise that you hate. City. Probably, probably the city and traffic. Um, this is not a great city for traffic. <laughs> absolutely so. not. But I love. I was in Houston for four years, oh, so that's, that's I know all about that. So, all right. If you weren't playing professional football, what would you want to be doing? Well, I, I went to Rice and got a sports medicine degree okay. um, to, to be a physical therapist. So you'd be back there in the training. Probably yeah. something like that, or maybe have my own physical therapy practice. That would be nice right. too. What job wouldn't you want to do? I wouldn't want to do what my dad does, which is, um, and he'd probably laugh at me saying this, he, he deals with um, Department of Transportation at the, my school district back in Texas. Okay. So he deals with a lot of kids, bus routes, and things like that, a lot of crazy parents. So uh, I think that I could uh, I could do without that. All right, and last one, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you show up at the pearly gates? I would just like him to say that uh, you did well, my son, and come on in. All right, Jordan. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate your time. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Again, we cannot thank Jordan enough for his yeah. time. Uh, tons, awesome. great dude. He will uh, potentially play this Sunday night. We'll see. He played last week. Caught a pretty nice uh, little uh, long pass there in that game. Was yeah. that against the Texans? No, that was against the Chargers. Was it against the yeah, Chargers? Yeah, it was like the first, uh, really was the first drive. Yeah. He's a uh, he's a, a gifted player. He's got great range as a receiver. Doesn't gain a ton of separation all the time, and no. he acknowledged as much in the interview that that's something he wants to work on is mm-hmm. that speed and that quickness factor. But he is he makes good cuts, he's got good hands, and he can catch the ball anywhere you throw it to him. So Jordan Taylor, great kid. Keep an eye on him throughout his time with the Broncos. We will certainly be rooting for him here on the Broncos Blitz. Ryan, anything from that interview that you thought was uh, was was worth everyone's time? I just think it's cool that he was Peyton Manning's guy, and I'm I'm, I'm always happy, especially when I when I uh, watched America's game about the the past season and, and hearing how Peyton and, was struggling through it and all that stuff, yeah. and Jordan Taylor was there helping. It. And Jordan, I think it's so cool that Jordan Taylor, this guy from <laughs> from Rice, you yeah. know, an, an undrafted guy, and all of a sudden becomes Peyton Manning's right hand man, and now he's you know it, he's playing for the Broncos and he's doing well for the Broncos I just think it's it's a really cool story how that yep. all happened and Jordan was asked I mean you heard it on, on the interview Jordan has been asked those questions about work, wait, what was it like to work with Peyton Manning Right. he's been asked that question so many times so I thought it was interesting <laughs> when he said you know there was definitely a moment where you could tell that he was coming back and that it was probably the same day that he flipped Gary Kubiak off right, right, right. on the camera <laughs> So be sure to give him a, a, a like on any social media platform you find him on. He's a good dude. Uh, he will certainly be a, uh, a part of the Broncos, at least for the rest of this season. 
potentially going forward as well. We'll see what the needs are for them at receiver. But really, thank I uh, can't thank him enough for his time. Let me let me just redo this. <laughs> really can't thank him enough for his time, and I certainly appreciate uh, that the time that he gave us. So yeah. we will have more get to know Broncos coming down the road. Cody Latimer scheduled to join us, Ooh. as is uh, Jared Crick, Capri Bibbs. Plenty of guys in that Broncos locker room, and maybe, just maybe, a certain six foot seven inch backup quarterback. Uh, Riley Dixon? No, you're, <laughs> you're getting your getting that side of the locker room confused. Oh, he's no. he's like, yeah, sorry, sorry. He, their their lockers are fairly close to. Him. <laughs> uh, but no, potentially Paxton Lynch. Ooh, we'll see. All uh, right. we'll see if that comes about. If not. Uh, otherwise, keep it here. We will have another episode of the Broncos Blitz. Actually, should be up by the time you hear this, most likely. Uh, that will be up. So go ahead and give that a listen. We'll break down the news of the day, including Wade Phillips returning to the podium for the first time since his injury, and uh, exactly what it's like to cover the Denver Broncos. No, you know what? I think the better topic for us, Ryan, we're going to record it after this. But <laughs> I think the better topic for us will be what it's like to uh, wake up for a radio show 20 minutes before the radio show starts or supposed to start and you're not there it's gonna happen either way so yeah yeah it happened <laughs> but we'll be back with you uh, today and tomorrow keep it here 52A Sports Network for he uh, he's Ryan Green he's Jake Marson and I'm getting the hell out of here he needs a nap I'm getting the hell out of here <laughs>